comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Episode 384. Can you say it again, maybe with more feeling? <sighs> Episode 384. <laughs> Will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We realized we missed Krampus Day, so instead we'll celebrate Christmas this week. So I pointed at Santa and I said, you're not the boss of me. Get off my roof. And he said, sir, would you please close your robe and exit the store? (laughs) Uh, I was just a little tipsy, so. That's did, you, did you tell him he smells like beef and cheese? <laughs> he, he smelled like what, of what reindeer is what he smelled like. He wow. on the throne of lies. Yeah, I was going to ask if he was sitting on the throne, of, but apparently not. I guess not. Welcome yeah. to episode, what is it? Well, we know he Three. wasn't celebrating Krampus. What is Krampus? Four. What is Krampus? You, you, you don't know what Krampus is? Can you just tell me without launching into this long, <laughs> drawn out? Go watch that episode of the Venture Brothers. Oh, okay, okay. No, I get it. I get it. You may have, you may have been wondering who the strange voice was at the beginning of the show. That's my it's younger not a stranger. <clears throat> strange to listeners, younger daughter Allison. Yay! Allison. Yay! Merry Christmas, Yay. Allison. Slow Christmas. clap. Hi. Hey, slow clap. We've Rouse. told you a million times now that microphone is mm-hmm. a piece of junk, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to play like it's your best friend. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, you recently dropped some audacity knowledge on us. I did. Whoa. Yes. She used some terminology yeah. that uh, someone audacity uh, uh, an auto audio editing software that a lot of podcasters use. Mm-hmm. You kind of tried to impress us. Can you can you drop us a little more audacity knowledge just to impress us? I mean, what did you do? Well, do you like what I did? Explain explain what what this even came out of. Okay. Well, um. I, I take a tech theater class, and for our exam, we had to do a sound design plot for Monty Python's Dead Parrot. The Dead Parrot sketch. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that they're exposing kids to... But she she was... I played it for her in the truck earlier, and she was... She said, this doesn't sound like... No, not at all. ...what we listened to, and I think what they ended up listening to was... The, the, like the live at Hollywood. Bowl no, no, it wasn't even something. Monty Python. It was like a couple of teenage kids. Oh no, kids. no, 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 oh, yeah, no, it wasn't, no. And they were messing up lines and stuff. It was not good. But that's the first time I. Heard oh, but you had to like edit it. it, and okay, I've, I've had, had those exercises ex- before. Tell you from experience that uh, John Cleese and Michael Palin can mess up those lines just as easily as anybody else. Yes, for the record. Can. But then, uh, so continue, please. Oh, I mean, basically, we just um, took the audio track of them talking that's all it consisted of and we put it into audacity and then um we got some we downloaded some sound effects and then like pet shop sound effects kind right, of right and then we just did multiple tracks and layered them together and stuff just so it sounded 
believable. I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm messed with that gain, you know. <laughs> I didn't. That was the term <laughs> to use. I messed with that gain. We didn't want the dog bark to overpower the, you know, the talking or whatever. She is such your daughter, bro. Oh, That's I know. Awesome. It. <laughs> I know. That is awesome. Did you guys notice what shirt she's wearing? Yeah. I saw it's a guy with a beard. It's all the hobbits. Hey, am I up? Oh, dwarves. wow. They are dwarves, actually. Am I up? Yeah. Bring me uh Okay. You got something, Bill? No. I was just going to say, uh, just... Oh, it's hang on. Sorry, that's not it? That's... Uh, something yeah. tells me that wasn't it. <laughs> that. Sorry. I was going to provide okay. some uh, some bed music oh, okay. for this discussion. Okay, go ahead. While Miss Allison regales us, because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Deal with Are it. you done regaling? All right. Regale. That's, that's a word. Uh, uh, okay. Spring it under a little bit. Okay. Know. Why? Why this Allison song? Go. Why this song? Pet shop boys. Yeah, I know who it is. Pet shop boys. She a West End girl? Is that a, that's so not what I'm confused. saying. I'm saying she made a pet shop reference. Oh, Didn't okay. She? I guess I, was I, I missed. Was it. I in the Bahamas for a minute? Or <laughs> I think so. actually happened. <laughs> no, I think this is happening right now, right? Yeah. Did you say Where? something about this? Is not virtual. This is real. Did you say something about a pet shop? You said a parrot. I said we had to put pet shop sounds. Oh, okay. Oh, see, I, I missed it. Yeah. Oh, Woo! Bill's vindicated. I would like Nailed to. Su- I would like to suggest we maybe edit and just start. Oh, is it too late to start over? May I think we start. Oh yeah, right, right Frank. Because <laughs> because there's one thing we're known for. It's editing and clean shows. We yeah. don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, see, we don't. We don't do that, yeah, Frank. You right. Know this. No. Okay. okay. This is our Christmas slash. This is our Christmas show. Hobbit episode. That's mm-hmm. right. Or as they say in Spanish, that's a super good point. Yabit, yes, Yab. I think or that's Hobbit. Mm-hmm. No, that's Jewish. <laughs> Isn't it? Yabit, Yabit. It's Yabit, Yabit, or Abit. Um, the show. I mean, it's this is going to be an action-packed show. So this is going to be worth like not hearing us for a month and a half at a time. I'm sure of it. Because I mean, we've got uh, we got movie reviews. We've got uh, um, we've got uh, verbal presence for each other, and uh, you know. We've got uh, Santa all over this thing. That feels better, doesn't it? Right, it does. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask if you got me up. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, hang on a second. All right. Okay, yank. I Pop. left the house today with no other recording equipment, okay. none whatsoever, except for my laptop. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, we want to make sure this, this is an episode. This is for the children. Okay. You know, all the good little boys and girls. The for world, the shorties? Right? It's for the shorties. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so um, I contacted Santa, and we came up with uh, some PSAs for the kids. Okay. Uh, there's, oh, good. There's a few of them. We'll sprinkle them out throughout the you show. You know what I could do? Tell me. I could do this. Please. Please tell me. Oh, I love the way you're thinking. So I could just hold my microphone okay. down there. Yeah, keep it It's under. a long story. Keep it under, baby. Okay, are we good? Yeah. Here we go. Direct from the North Pole, Santa presents a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice list. Presented by Santa for all the good little boys and girls. Ho, 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 kids. This Christmas, if you want to help get on my good list, make sure your parents leave the chimney flue open. This has been another in a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice list. For more information on how to stay on Santa's nice list, please email northpole.ca, Snapchat Frank Rincon, or... Keep it tuned to Half Hour Wasted. <laughs> and now, back to the program. All right. So uh, that may Very happen good. a few more times uh, tonight. That's, this uh, is advice, good advice. I like it. For kids. It sounded good. like. To stay on the, on the good side. It sounded so like uh, Santa was on his way to the store or something. Right. Didn't it? <laughs> Santa, Santa might like have been it. on his way to the store. 
<laughs> it was a possibility. It did. It seemed you like know, he was driving a Ford Focus. <laughs> yeah. You know, Santa has a, a, a bitch and slay stereo, right? Oh, yeah. I've heard it. Yeah. It's nice. It, it it pumps, man. It's nice. It it pumps out the jam. Slay rides low to the ground. Right. You feel a little vulnerable <laughs> in the passenger seat. He did have it low. Especially when you're not That's driving. True. Yeah. Now that he doesn't have to worry about uh, having the elves underneath the you know, the sleigh. So uh maintaining it. And it's internal combustion engine. Frank's going to Corpus for Christmas. Yeah. No I'm, way. I'm actually leaving tomorrow. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, going to fly out there. Going to hang out with the family. You're going to fly to Corpus. Yeah. That's uh, that's ballsy. I with like a that. little help from... Your friends? Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Good. I borrowed a sleigh. He doesn't know about it. Turns out you need reindeer to make that thing huh. operate. So I didn't think it through, but... I'm going to so, sprinkle in my favorite Christmas songs throughout the episode. Cool. You big fan of the waitresses? This is my favorite Christmas song ever. I, I pretty much picked this one up from, yeah. the, from the first note. It's wonderful. You know what? I never minded this song. Never um, what? I never minded this song. Yeah. I'm not a huge... Okay, this makes me a godless... It's got the best bass line yeah. ever in it. This may make me a godless pinko kami, but I've never been the biggest fan of Christmas music in general. Well, you know, that's understandable, because... I mean, I like this... This yeah. is good. It's got a beat I can dance to. It doesn't sound like Christmas except for the jingle bells at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But it is it tells a it tells a story that's almost as impactful as O. Henry's uh, The Gift of the Magi, though. Well, it's a sad story that ends up coming around full circle right. and having a great a great ending. Yeah. It's kinda like it's kinda like O. Henry's stories only in reverse. I I'm not a I'm not a Grinch. I'm not a Scrooge, mm-hmm. but I'm just I just Christmas is just not my favorite thing. Since when? Oh, what happened? Where did he go? I think when I was about five. <laughs> I just is it ever since you found out that uh, Santa's not real? Yeah. What happened? He just disappeared. He, like, did, he, he just did like he ran up away in a flash. <laughs> oh, he got Santa. cruel shoes. I had a eureka moment. Oh, we should read gonna, a Christmas story. Is it is it family friendly? Read, uh, I think so. I will skip over uh, naughty words uh, if there are any. Okay, where are you? Where are you? So this is from Steve Martin's Cruel Shoes. I got to find it real quick. Uh, Honestly, I'm getting to the point where I need reading glasses. This may be a bit of an adventure here. That's funny. I still don't need them, and you guys do. Ha ha. I know. You guys are old. Ha ha. Yeah, Yeah, excuse me while I run my fingers through my luxurious hair. I I haven't had... um, (laughs) Can I borrow some of your lotion, Allison, for that burn? (laughs) Oh, no. He burned me. It hurts. All right. Okay, here we go. Did you find you it? Hear a okay. Christmas story? Yeah, here, let please. me please. Let me start uh, some. Would it help to have some of these back? It always helps to have production. Value. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, this is uh, for Christmas. Okay, this is not necessarily for all the boys and girls. This is more for the the adults because they understand the sacrifice, oftentimes that goes into Christmas, which is you know kind of counterintuitive that Christmas would require sacrifice. But here we go with the gift of the Magi Indian giver. Ah. Carolyn wanted so much to give Roger something nice for Christmas, but they didn't have much money and they had to spend every last cent on candy for the baby. She walked down the icy streets and peered into shop windows. Roger is so proud of his shin bones. If only I could find some way to get money to buy shin bone polish and just then a sign caught her eye. Cuticles bought and sold. Many people had told Carolyn of her beautiful cuticles and Roger was especially proud of them, but she thought, this is the way I could buy Roger the shinbone polish, and she rushed into the store. Later at home, she waited anxiously as Roger came up the steps of their flat. He opened the door and wobbled to the fireplace, suspiciously holding one arm behind his back. Merry Christmas, they both said almost simultaneously. Roger spoke 
<laughs> hey, Nutsy, I got you a little something for Christmas. Me too, said Carolyn. They exchanged packages. Carolyn hurriedly opened her package, staring in disbelief. Cuticle frames? But Roger, I sold my cuticle so I could afford to buy you some shin bone polish. Shin bone polish, said Roger. I sold my shin bones to buy you the cuticle frames. Roger wobbled over to her. Well, I'll be hogtied, said Carolyn. You will? Oh, boy, said Roger. And it turned out to be a great Christmas after all. Thus endeth the reading. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. The you know, now I feel obligated daddies. to tweet Steve Martin and tell him we read that on our show. Oh, and you should. Him, and ask him how much money we owe him for reading that. <laughs> for reading that. It would be funny if he goes, actually, thanks for the plug. Yeah. You know, I'm doing something different this Christmas. I talked to your sister about it, Allison, but I haven't talked to you about it. Are you celebrating Krampus? No, it turns out that's good. I think I'm. You don't want. I think Krampus I'm going to go around. to your house on Christmas morning. So oh, yeah, we talked. Yeah. So, so my older daughter says, "Daddy, Allison and I were talking, okay. and we haven't had a Christmas with just you, and it's great always being there with all your family, and but we haven't had one with just you in a very long time." How about you come over to our house on Christmas morning? Mommy said she would even leave the house. And I said, well, stop right there. That's just ridiculous. Your mom doesn't need that, to leave the house. That is silly. That's silly. I mean, after all, your mom spent Thanksgiving over at our house a couple of years ago with me and my whole family. Cool. There's no reason to do that. That's right. just, where are you going to go, Denny's on Christmas morning and sit there by yourself? Oh, and, oh. they're open. Oh, I know. I mean, they have a great Christmas Day menu. But They've got the 2468 menu, so you really can't go wrong. What I like to do... I like that's to get, only for pre- people what, you appreciate, though. You I like to get, hot? yeah. Um, but what I, my hot tip, gravy. everybody, True. is instead of getting the eight dollar menu uh, off the eight dollar uh, items, uh, yeah. get four two dollar menu items. Yeah, you'd fill up a little more. It's, I think seriously, man. Yeah. You get like what ends up happening is you've had forty two pancakes by mm-hmm. the time you're done with it, and uh, you'll roll yourself out of the Denny's. Or you go into food coma, pass out, spend the next uh, four hours uh, in a booth uh, by yourself with other patrons rifling through your pockets, and then when you wake up, it's time to go home. Everything's fine. That it sounds like a normal. Sounds like a normal Christmas, right. At our house, <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you doing on Christmas? You know, I'm actually not sure yet. If you need a place to go, you just let me know. Love okay, you. buddy. <laughs> you need a place to go. Denny's is right over yeah. there. I Seriously, I mean, I didn't tell you. I, I've got a ticket for Corpus Christi. Ah, and, uh, oh, Frank doesn't know it yet, no. but uh, I'm going to be um, I'm going to be sharing the bed with him. No, but you if know, you need I'm a place, so we'll sorry, talk, we'll but we're okay. We just, you know what? Yeah, Christmas and Corpus got canceled. I know it just happened. What? It's Christmas so in Corpus. Did you just get I am <laughs> Corpus dot com? Cinema. <laughs> Text message. Oh, he gets man. notifications yeah. from Cor- just got, Christmas just at Corpus. dot com. You're it telling just me that got canceled. Corpus just Christi please. just closed. Just closed. I'm God. so sorry. Wow, now, that was so close. Look, no, I just pulled up Christmas in no. Corpus dot com. The website's even shut. This down. is a drag so, because I'm my so plans sorry. were nailed down. Yeah, I'm glad no. plans locked tight. I mean, lockbox tight. Now it's been a while now, since Allison's been on the show, but I feel obligated to remind her that if you want to say something, you have to jump in. I'm just y'all are going, man. I know I, that's the thing. And we then will do. People that. come on the show, and then they, when we're done, they go, "When do I talk?" Yeah, and we're like, it's like I guess we'll record a second to, episode. You were then. supposed to talk, you know, in that half a second of pause between when Frank shuts up and Bill starts talking. <laughs> I'm eating these milk duds, <laughs> and it's. So. I mean, you gotta dive in there, sister. Hey, mm. 
tell tell Bill that? what the candy situation was. Mm. The candy yeah. situation. Yeah. Dude. You brought them for someone else. Oh yeah, Bill, I brought some candy for your chitlins. I love for the you shorties. For that. But oh, the, oh, but the shorties. But the shorties aren't here, so <laughs> I get all of it. This one my shorty. Okay. My shorty. Hey, can I have a milk dud, please? Mm, Ooh, you are what you eat. It's Burn. Christmas time. So. We uh okay, that's I give good. you two. We um you know, typically had have given gifts to each other on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh over the past several uh Christmases and Frank had a great idea. Yes. Um that why don't we uh well you Frank you you, you it's your deal. You you yeah. explain it. I th- I thought maybe this year you know in <laughs> Nice, thank you. <laughs> nice. What's that? Oh, for shorty. Instead of uh doing those tangible gifts that anybody could do, we'll do a gift that that comes from from some the creativity heart. and heart. So I suggested we all write poems for each other. And then I threw in a suggestion. We all do a different style. Mm-hmm. And we made Bill pick first. Um, because uh, apparently they wanted to nail me down uh, beforehand so I wouldn't be doing this like as the episode Yeah, we starts. needed commitment from you. <laughs> it's like, guys, I need five more minutes. I'm working on it. I, that's what you were doing back <laughs> there, wasn't it? You I, were working on the no, poem because we started no, honestly, 30 no. minutes late. No, I wrote, this was in the car. I wrote these. See the notes? Okay. Mm-hmm. See my very unedited Now, notes? wait, wait. You were I writing it in these. the car? <laughs> no. Driving? No. <laughs> Don't text and drive, kids. No, I wrote these the day the day that we had that uh, that that conversation that messenger conversation about mm-hmm. that i had those written by two o'clock that afternoon very good Boom. good i was on it on it i still haven't gotten frank's quite nailed down but i'll figure it out eh, close enough. i'll work through it really there you go this is from my third favorite christmas movie uh you mean the best Christmas movie ever? Wait, mm. It's my it third from? Die Hard. It's my wow. favorite. Christmas I mean, the, movie. the best Christmas movie is clearly the Flaming Lips Christmas on Mars. Well, that's a given. Yeah, that's Thank a given. I mean, everyone, everyone, yeah. Then European Vacation. Then Die Hard. Christmas then Vacation. <laughs> Christmas Vacation. What did I say? Christmas Vacation. You said European. I obviously <laughs> meant Christmas Vacation. Um, I should not have had that seventh uh, Miller Lite. You didn't. Don't my give bad. people the wrong. Don't tongue, be a bad example for my look, child. My either. tongue is getting thick. I can't help that. Yeah. I said no. I'm very Thank proud you. of you. No. That on you. is the right High answer. fives all around. God, you could have sneaked that off so Speaking easily. Of which, could you? Uh, yeah, get could, me one. You, could you get me? Go in the kitchen. Why are you sitting here? Why aren't you in there cooking our I'm dinner? Oh, no, 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 no. Now I'm tense. No, Allison and Ashley both cook often. And uh, they're very good at it. So. Great. What's your Excellent. signature dish? Oh, got that popcorn in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Oh, make yes. Soup from soup. like it's in a can. Uh-huh. I put it in a bowl. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Because you could eat it out of the out of the can. You know what her fine. speciality is though. Ramen noodles. Absolutely. That's my you favorite. are going to do great in college. That's I'm hot. just telling you right now. That's yeah. true. I'm going to excel in that field. I, I, I feel a successful college career coming on for you. Yeah, definitely. You clearly got the head for it. Mm. Do so, we want to go into our, our poem things, or or did was there something else we needed to do? Well, I mean, uh, at some point, um, uh, we've got um, we've got a few more liners from Santa. Okay. And, uh, you know, Santa may have a message for us. That could wait till the end of the show. You know, I'm assuming that people will have fallen asleep, passed out, drunk by that point. So they won't hear it, and it won't damage our ratings. Well, maybe we should hear another message from Santa now. You know what? I, I to, love that uh, idea. To get into 
you know, the Christmas spirit. Well, again, it, you know, it's it's for the children. <laughs> I can't do this left-handed. I'm, I'm laughing because this, it, it, this is not a polished production. No, it's a band-aid. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's a uh, huge band-aid on this on this episode. We're working with the B equipment. That's okay. I've already, I've already mentioned that out loud. Yeah, right? It's all right. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Hey, kids, everybody, kids, gather around, everybody, gather around, everybody. Okay. okay. Pay attention. Direct from the North Pole, Santa presents a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice list. Presented by Santa for all the good little boys and girls. Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls! Here's another way to make sure you're on Santa's nice list this year. Tell your parents not to put lights up on the roof. Santa breaks those darn lights, and two or three times I've electrocuted one or two of the reindeer. They frankly smell like toast and burned shoes afterwards. <laughs> this has been another in a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice list. For more information on how to stay on Santa's nice list, please email northpole.ca, Snapchat Frank Rincon, or <laughs> keep it tuned to Half Hour Wasted. <laughs> and now, back to the program. I didn't know Frank had a Snapchat. Yeah, I got a Snapchat. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, I keep it on the DL, but yeah, I got Snapchat. You know, I don't even know how that works. That is not. That is not for the children. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how the Snapchat works. Kids don't don't don't, don't, don't Snapchat kids. Um, it sounds like like Santa might have been on in a Hyundai Excel with the windows yeah. down. I'm thinking. <laughs> it almost sounded though like he might have been in coach at thirty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, if he was in his sleigh, yeah, this is true. with the reindeer and the wind. It's not like he's. It's not like there's a fairing. You know, on his sleigh. This is true. That's a motorcycle term. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying is uh, production value, I think, is obvious. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, it, it's good. Yeah. yeah, with the windows right. down at. <laughs> I think well, this I is... asked Sander for the liners, and he said, I'm busy. And I said, look, can you just, I don't care. Just, you know, it's a long haul from friggin' Iceland to, you know, uh, Maine. And he said, I can, I'll look. I'll just, I'll, I'll figure something out. He said to me, he apologized, he told me, look, I was in the air, I just, I did it when I had the time to do it, and I said, you know what, I appreciate it, thank you, on behalf of all the good little boys and girls. So that's what happened. That works. Totally fine. That works for me. You guys remember this song, don't you? Santa's busy. This is not my third favorite Christmas song of all time. You remember this song, though, right? Do they know it's Christmas by Band-Aid? I happen to like this song very much. Yeah. And I was watching the video of it the Feed other day. The yeah. World. By the way, they and I read on Wikipedia the story of the production Christmas of this. Time. They recorded that part yeah. first. The chorus where the everybody's chorus? singing Feed the World. Do okay. they know it's Christmas? They recorded that first. Okay. Um, and then cool hair right Sting says his own name right here. I always thought oh, that was, I always wow. thought that was I never neat. Thought about that. But um the That's uh, exciting. I forgot that Cool in the Gang was actually on this song. That's Bono singing right there. Cool in the Gang was actually in studio participating. Wow. Because you can awesome. see him in the video, especially the lead singer of Cool right. in the Gang. Yes. There's all these random black guys in, in the studio, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of white Englishmen. And you're like, who are the black guys? Well, it's Cool in the Gang. Yeah. It was pretty neat. No, uh, I thought I heard that they have re-recorded this. They have, and I have purposely not listened to it <laughs> because I didn't want to tarnish what I think is a wonderful song. I uh, all I know is that it was re-recorded for another something or other. Another generation. Oh, generation! So it's the. Uh, have you heard? It's the reboot. Have you heard the remake or the remake reboot of this? I haven't. I don't think so. Okay. I have not. 
I'm well, going to get something. You guys this, want anything? This is probably not the right no, I'm time. Good. Um, no, but I haven't heard it, Frank. I know they, they recorded it, but I haven't. I can't tell you how bad I wish Frank had a pizza, like in his, in his back jacket pocket. or something. Oh, I forgot. There was one. He's wearing cargo pants. He put a slice in each pocket of the cargo pants. Nice. And, he and he left them in there. Yeah, they're not. You know, have you heard of hand warmers? He's got leg warmers in his cargo Fantastic. pants. And it's a pepperoni. Double pepperoni, extra cheese, Gosh. light sauce, because it gets real messy that yeah. way. Yes. Um, all right. So, should we do? Should we uh, share our poems? I think we should. Now, Brad, you just you ran up right before he, we went on air and said, "I'm going last." He I, threw the gauntlet. I down. threw the gauntlet down. And I yeah. said, "You're going to want me to go last because when I'm done, you're not going to want to follow me." He I'll just, vouch for it, yeah, Brad. Yeah. Brad will most likely. I'm expecting Brad to drop the mic and leave the show at that okay. point. So, Bill, that that's you and me. So we can do okay. um, what an Indian leg wrestle. Uh, what's hard to keep even the odds. On us. We can do even odds. So All you right. know, do even you odds. Do One, two, rock, three. You don't want to rock, rock, rock paper scissors. Is actually Spock. better, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you gonna throw in lizard Spock also? Please. Of course. I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I can't keep them all straight. All enough. right, fine. All right. Are we ready? All right. Okay. Yeah, you call. It, you know. You do the countdown. All okay. right. Okay. Two, three. Show. Right. Okay. Good deal. Let's do this thing. Right and now. here we go. Oh, Get ready. Okay. On your marks. I'm nervous, but I'm going to make it out. Gentlemen. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so the, whoever okay. wins yeah. decides when they want to go. Okay. 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 So we're buying for first and second place. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Gentlemen, start your engines. All right. And okay. Okay. Now. And, oh, wait. Are we going Are we going one, two, three, and then go? Or are we going three, on three? No, it's one, two, three, show. show. Okay. So, it's kind. Of, it's okay. One, two, three. Let's practice. And then let's go. practice saying it together. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three show. show. Okay. Right. All right. Here we go. Okay. Good. And this is working well. Now start up. Hang on. Sorry. Okay. Bill's, okay. That's fine. It's okay. okay. I was going to catch up, but you know what? I'm fine with this. This is good. This is a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm going to. I'm going to count. Okay. This is what's going to happen. I'm okay. going to count to four. Okay. okay. And what? then I'm going to go right Are you back to one. No. I'm going to count to four. Kind of like, you know, when when rock and roll guys count in. One, two, three, four. Oh yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then I'm going to go. That's a nice touch. I like that. Thank I you. Like that. We're going to go clap. right to one, two, three, mm-hmm. show. So it'll be one, two, three, four, uh-huh. one, two, three, show. Good. Okay, ready? Good. You know, well, I'm, you I'm need totally to start off with okay, ready. Okay. One, two, three, four. Ready? Now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like oh, the yeah. cheerleaders. Okay. Okay. Nice. Ready? Oh, no. Okay. One, two, three, four. One, one two, two, three, show. show. Oh. Scissors. Oh. Scissors. Beats paper. Scissors. One, two, three, four. That's right. So, Bill, are you first ready to rock? or second? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go second because right. I cannot wait any longer <laughs> for Frank's output here. I don't know. See, we, this could be could be a gentleman. Behold! Oh shoot, that's not what I thought it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I apologize. I mean, because this could be an iambic. That was an unedited version of it. It could be haiku. This could be a sonnet of some sort. Who's going first? Ooh, we I'm don't going know. first. Okay. May I have Christmas. We have a. Uh, this could be home uh, bells. This could be home bells. bells. Like how Absolutely. roughly how long are these going to take? One, two, Can three, I? Four, five, six, seven, eight. eight do lines. I have time to Mine order pizza? Lines. You do if you order it very fast. I might get some snacks. Is okay. that okay? That's good. All right. This is going to take a long time. <laughs> okay, you ready, Frank? Here's yes. some. Okay. Now I'll, I will ask for silence because ready, each line ready. leads into the neck, so I want to be able. Oh, to okay, okay. Right. Kind of okay. go into it. Here we go. Okay. All right. So, for Brad and Bill, this is my Christmas gift to you. Please awesome. accept it. It's from the heart. All right. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Should we count them down for this? 
Yeah, Brad, do you, need count, a, you need a one, two, three, four? Do. No. Okay, go. One, two, oh, one, two, three, one, four. two, three, four. And then, okay, start. <laughs> okay, go. One, two, three, four. Okay, start. Brad and Bill. Our friendship glows with a high gloss luster. Ray Parker Jr. sang the song Ghostbusters. <laughs> Oh, Brad, your smile is so bright. Do you even need a flashlight? <laughs> and Bill, you're silly and neat. Sorry about soiling your car's back seat. <laughs> I treasure our friendships every single day, and I promise never to out. The one of you that is gay. Oh, well, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. That is, it's a, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it is a Christmas miracle. Your secret is safe with me. I'm not oh, saying who. Wow, that feels that's nice. One, that's, that's wonderful, Such a relief. I feel, I'm a little verklempt right now. <laughs> Mainly, I'm just relieved. Oh, okay. I'm just surprised I found uh, uh, the first line behind the curtain the first line i came up with with was ray parker saying the song ghostbusters that was actually the first line that, that i came up that with. wasn't the first line in the poem but that no. was the first line you i said i okay. gotta do something okay. with ghostbusters okay so uh, i got and to I, and then i worked backwards you know in my in the crafting of my uh rhyming yes i also did the same and you'll understand why when mm -hmm. you hear it uh it's your turn bill Dude, no, bill are you doing the haiku oh watch out watch out watch out uh, some towel, There's a towel right there, baby. Had a little explosion. I think Alice, Allison was secretly shaking his beer bottle up yeah. while he wasn't looking. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, nice. Do you need any production value? Um, I mean, give me the, give me some sleigh bells. That'd be fine. Are you, do, are you doing the haiku or? Uh, I decided to go with. We'll tell you what. Let's just find out. I will tell you this. I did one for each of you. Oh, okay. Good. okay, Frank. That's wonderful. Since you uh, started first. <laughs> I will start with you, sir. Thank you. All right. Are you ready? Okay. It's a little something Irish that comes from me to you. Faith in Begora. Ah, faith in Begora. <laughs> Here we start. Bill's Irish, if you don't know, Allison. I, th I think I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Bit. Very Irish. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. Here we go. How come you don't have a Kiss Me, I'm Irish shirt? Hmm? I do have a Kiss Me, I'm Irish How come you never wear it? I do wear it every uh, St. Patrick's Day. You wear it once a year. Shouldn't yeah. you wear it like all the time? Please. You know, it should be like a rule that that every single shirt I wear is green with some kind of Irish pun a on shamrock. it. You You're are right. not Irish. He's sober. Ah. I'm on my second beer. Sir. I know. Okay, let's go. I'll you work should be on, on your. You are know, we recording? Please tell me yes. If either of you had had the guts to buy me that beer, are we hat recording? I want for Please Christmas. tell me yes. <laughs> yes, we're recording. You sure? Yes. Oh goodness. Gracious. The dot is right. Wow. Okay, that is a good sign. <sighs> I can't. We couldn't have no captured this magic all over again. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no, no way. way. Okay. <laughs> I can accidentally not record. No, don't. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Well, well here we go, Frank. Up, Frank this one goes from me to you. Thank you. Said the Lord to young Franklin Rincon, that's great hair, forever you'll keep it on. So Frank, in a cocky state, showed at the studio without a covered pate, which made Brad and Bill sell their souls to Trigon. For hair. 
Okay. That's really good. That's Trigon. Good. Trigon is the devil character in the DC universe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got yeah, it. Good. Got it. Yeah. Nice. That was very, very thoughtful and, and uh, warm, warming. Excellent. It's warming. That's exactly <laughs> the intended uh, point. Frank, you should be proud of that. <laughs> okay. Are you ready, Brad? Proud. Yeah, I'm ready. I've got one for you, I'm too. proud of my hair. I'm ready. Okay. Are, are we, you're ready now? I'm ready now. Here we go. I'm ready. All right. I, there once was a man who hated Fight Club. He'd throw down and insist you're a schlub. But what Brad doesn't dope is that Tyler makes soap and then explains why Brad smells like Bub. Oh! Very nice. Woo! Very nice. That was good. That was, that was good. good. That was good, and and that means a lot. Well, a little I want you to know. Comic book tie-ins there, too. You know. I know. I like it's it. Tiger, Trigon, and... Uh, I want Beazle you to know that means a lot. You know. Very good. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's it's love. That's love. Handmade, handmade, just like the soap for you guys. It's my turn, right? Tyler Durden makes soap. Yeah. Is it right. my turn? That's right. Okay, I have to uh, I have to queue up my uh, production value. Fantastic! You've got separate production value. Yeah, it's not the jingle bells. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. I have to pull up. There we go. There's been some planning done here. Okay, um, the end is going to be a little okay iffy. Okay, because I just wasn't sure what to do at the end. Got it. But uh, it's a tough problem. We can all join in. Yeah. You'll know what I'm saying. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. All right. I'm a little nervous. Okay. I don't know if you can hear my heart. I think I have an arrhythmia. I need to get that checked. <laughs> hey, can we hear your heart one more time? Just. That's the music in my soul, is what that is. <laughs> I know where else. Okay. Uh, this is a rap for you guys. Oh, oh. the poetry the, of the street. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Done in the style of none other than yeah the Humpty Dance. Oh, oh. yes. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go, oh, baby. Right. You need to hold your nose. No, I'm oh, good. My, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I don't care what you think, but I'm about to crank out some rhymes about my funky brothers, Bill and Frank. My nose is runny, but yo, those guys are funny, see? So listeners, I hope you're listening to me, and I gather round. There's a new voice in town, and the bass is so low that it's underground. He'll drink up all the Dr. P you got in your place. In life, you know he's gonna win that race. His name is Bill, pronounced with an ill. Oh, babies, oh, how he likes to chill. And if you ever need a top ten list, he'll give you one with skill. And then there's Frank, y'all. He's seven and a half feet tall. He'll pick you up and he'll never, ever let you fall. The man is swank. His breath don't sink. He's always there for you and you can take that to the bank. What I mean is this. He's got your back. Though sometimes he gets ridiculous. He's never mean or rude or acts ficklish. I'm not sure, but I think he might be kind of ticklish. Yeah, I love these guys. Look at me. I'm grinning. It always feels like I'm the one that's winning. Me and my boys, we always bring the thunder. We once interviewed a guy from way down under. I'm saying, even though my hair is graying, I love these guys and you know that I'll be praying that we're still hanging out when we're all old farts. If you don't mind me being bold, I want to thank Bill and Frank for being cool. Hey, everybody, here we go. Hey, do the Frankie Frank. Do the Frankie Frank. Now, Bill. Whoa, do the Billy Bill. Do the Billy Bill. Okay. That's it. Oh my! Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Do you actually drop it? Stop. You dropped show. it. Mm-hmm. Dude, that. Wow. I got. Wow. I got. 
I don't think we recorded that. I'm sorry. Ah! <coughs> Brad, that's beautiful. It's from the heart. That's wow. 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 Let's hear your heart one more Triple time. Triple. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's. Now, I know you're not. I took some artistic license, obviously. You're yeah. not seven and a half feet tall. That's right. But, you know, <laughs> you're a tall guy. I'm a tall, oh, tall, tall guy. <laughs> and I even poked fun at myself. I said my nose is runny. Yes, you did. Because I'm always, oh my gosh, I'm always sniffling. <laughs> and then uh, he'll drink up all the Doctor P you got in the place. Oh uh, yeah, I, you know, trust feeling? me, I uh, yeah, oh yeah, I felt that one. Now, I don't know if Frank's breath don't stink because I've never been close enough. But come here, right no, that, come that here. sounds come here. good. <gasps> that sounds good. <gasps> and then for some reason, I ruined that last line. I said that we're still hanging out when we're old farts. I don't know why I said farts because if I had just said old. It would have rhymed with being bold. Uh, I think I got a little nervous. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, this is the second best uh, oh. Christmas we've had. I think the best is yeah, when yeah. we made made our Christmas yeah, yeah. presents. Remember that year? Made homemade uh, things for yeah. each other. And yes. Brad, Brad won that year, hands down. Yeah, he did. He, he did. made us cologne. I still have my <laughs> own homemade Milo. The homemade I aftershave. Yeah. I Dude, absolutely that, still I? have that. Yeah, Allison yeah. actually helped me uh, with that whole oh, project. You we went to the store good. together. We had a Poppy Lobby, and yeah. we got um, one of those little containers that clamps down. It's yeah. Like a bell jar or something. Yeah. Was it pizza? Is that it was, was yes, it was pizza. One of y'all yes. was pizza. Pizza it was, was, no, was both. Both? Think, yeah, yeah, it was pizza um pizza scented <laughs> aftershave. I yeah. don't remember what you put in it though. Lots of oregano, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um yeah. No, I've still got that. That's proudly next to my uh Todd McFarlane. It has uh, a formidable scent. Doug. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's, uh, I think yes. on the back I said it stings the nostrils in a good way. <laughs> right. Um, I did open it up when I moved. To my new place. You did. I mean, we're talking two Accidentally years ago because now. You, you no, because I I come across and I thought, yeah, I'll just kind of see how this is holding up. Yeah. It's horrible. It's holding up pretty good. Nice. It's holding up pretty hmm. good. Well, I'm going to assume that it, that it, you know, would it be? You think it would be probably displayed in Brian Fantana's uh, cologne cabinet? <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh yeah. Never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> what are you going with, London gentleman? Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with Ode Pizza. Ode Milo. Ode Ode Milo. <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, 6% of the time that will work. Um, let's talk time. Hobbit. Hobbit. That's why Allison's yes. here. Uh, she was thrilled to know that she would have a chance to talk about it. Fantastic. Now, I, I guess first, who saw it in 3D? Yeah. 3D? No. Yeah. 3D? 3D? Yeah. Okay. Did you? I saw 2D, thir- uh, 24 frames per second. Really? Yeah. I did not go. I did not go all out. We went interesting. XD, thirty four. Yeah, thirty four. Yeah, the high forty eight. Forty eight. HFR, high frame AD. rate. Three D. It was expensive. Did you, did you guys? Uh, did you guys Thank sit you, in those same way. seats? Uh, <laughs> no, there was arts and jokers in those seats. Oh, that's but we bad. went up into the right a little bit. It was all good. Excellent. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the name of the two best seats in that theater on the air because I don't want people horking oh, them from me. <laughs> um, but uh, there are two seats that I target. Uh, we got to see him um, both times. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy sat in those seats, and then again um, on Wednesday night, I made a tremendous sacrifice. I went and saw a ten thirty showing, 
We were walking out of the movie theater like 106. Mm. And yes, I had to be at work the next day. Well, I'm glad that we could all see it. Oh, there's a cat. Yes. That's, that one's it, supposed it, to be here, though, it's right? at Colonel Mustard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at, that's right. At Colonel Mustard. I forgot Mustard. you renamed him. At right. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. He, he responds to Mr. Tumnus. It looks also. like he ate Mr. Tumnus. Yeah. 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 yeah um, was, um, he might be a replacement. So, the Hobbit story's over. Yeah. The Middle Earth story. Did you have a sense of relief walking out of the theater or a sense of sadness? I had, in a in a bittersweet way, kind of a sense of relief. I I think I felt the same thing. Yeah, it was this, bittersweet. This, well, this movie, this series, really need to be two movies and not three movies. I I think I think you're right, and that I, I can explain when I give my thoughts about the movie. But um, it uh, watching these movies, you know. Lord of the Rings movies included, it's a big investment. Yes. And, you know, I think I'm getting to the point now where I don't necessarily want to invest three hours and 45 minutes in a, in a movie inside the theater anymore because it's hard to hold my bladder that long. <laughs> oh, my. Well, it's, you know, if it's a good movie, you don't mind how long it is. But, uh, you know, when the movie starts to drag a little bit and, you know, you just – and that's what happened here. I mean – I think the story goes that the studio asked Peter Jackson to make it three movies and stuff, too. He wanted to make it two movies. And they said, hey, could you make it three? Because then we can make me a little more money. Well, and, <clears throat> and he did. Yeah. And, and I think that that's And this is amazing. Because this is the same company that when he originally came to them, they wanted to do the Lord of the Rings series in one movie. <laughs> they want to do the entire three books in one movie. I believe. And he had to yeah. fight to get one movie apiece for those original three books. And so, needless to say, they will turn around and ask you to make three movies out of one book. Well, when they after see that, they find the when they uh, see all that the, money the that they make, yes. Now the first series is great. I mean, Lord of the Rings just it just feels good. Well, mm-hmm. and it's it's it makes so much sense to do one book per movie, you know, mm-hmm. one movie per book. And um, the fact that they were super long is totally understandable. And, uh, you know, if you see the extended versions, I think they uh, are amazing beyond words. And, and, you know, we said a few months ago when we did our top 20 movies, uh, the extended version of Fellowship is uh, somewhere in my top 10. It's one of my favorite movies of all freaking time. And uh, these Hobbit movies, they were fun. They were, they were, uh, uh, they almost should have been summer popcorn movies because they were pretty lightweight. Mm, the second one, I would say, wasn't that lightweight. Well, they just... I think the second one was my favorite, too. Yeah, well, Definitely, yeah. it's ours. We were talking about that earlier. It's our favorite. The Smaug. Desolation of Smaug. Yeah. Yeah. See, okay, one thing. I have a minor issue with the pronunciation of the word smog, because it should be smog. It always was in my head when I was reading the book as a child. And uh, then they decided to go and screw it up and call him Smaug. I'm sure they didn't screw it up. I'm sure they contacted the Tolkien estate you know what? and said, how do you Jared pronounce Tolkien it? was wrong. That's <laughs> all it was. Just like the creators of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the graphic format uh, GIF, G-I-F. Yes. They say it's pronounced GIF. Well, and they're, that, again, they're wrong. you're right, they're wrong. because that's wrong. They're very wrong. It so. should be a GIF. I mean, a GIF. A GIF, yes. I mean, a GIF. That's what I meant. Um, I, did, I did feel a bit of bittersweet... Kind of like I could shut the door on something, you know. Oh, yeah. well, but I could always. I'm gonna get the box set trilogy extended version of the Hobbit when it comes out. Yeah, I just really? no wait. I'm sorry, extended version. <laughs> really? I bet you there's a bunch oh, of stuff that they 
They did that with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh my gosh! You know, there's forty-five. Does not need extension. Well, I'm a, I'm the kind of guy who wants to see the whole story. Yeah. But see, and that's the thing. Okay, since you brought it up, this last movie. Okay, first off, let me ask you this, Allison. Yeah. How many? How the length lengthwise? Now you haven't read the Lord of the Rings books. I haven't. I really want to though. Bill has right read the Lord of the Rings books. Oh yeah, couple okay. three times. So, how does the length of the Hobbit compare with the length of the first Lord of the Rings book? Oh, the the story, of the Hobbit. It's short. It's like two hundred eighty-seven pages. And it's how long even, is? Um, the first book, Fellowship, is by far the longest of of the three Lord of the Rings books. Um, but it's offset by the fact that it takes about half the book for them to get to Rivendell. So as you're reading the book, you're thinking to yourself, at least I was, this is exactly where Peter Jackson is going to slice and dice to get this, uh, this amount of book into one movie. And he did. And it worked out great. It's one of the, it's one of the best movie adaptations I've ever seen. The whole, Chase from I'm trying to remember what the the name of the mountaintop where they got attacked by the Nazgul and um, Frodo got uh, stabbed in the side and had to get rushed to Rivendell and that whole that whole scene with uh, um, uh, I think that was Liv Lookout Tyler. Lookout Mountain that could have been it could have been Lookout Mountain it could have been Inspiration Point that's I don't, what I, I meant. don't I know. that's what I, I meant to say know. I think it was Inspiration what Point. I'm saying <laughs> is uh, you know that that whole that whole horse that whole horse ride that uh, Liv Tyler took Frodo on to get to Rivendell. Uh, that never happened in the book. Because she's not in the books. Uh, correct. I, I think uh, uh, kind of like um, uh, Radagast the Brown, the name is referenced at least once, but nothing is really ever said of, of this character. And so In The Hobbit? You know, so you can say that, that this character was named, but you don't but but everything else was fleshed out from his notes or from Silmarillion or from the I don't know what. So he wasn't involved in the story like he was in the book. Oh, no, no, no. This, okay. this whole, there were whole parts of it. Uh, I mean, there are huge chunks of this Hobbit trilogy that had nothing to do with the book. There were, there were you know, again, I'm going to give Peter Jackson credit for uh, working from the notes of the universe of Tolkien. You know, whether it came from the Silmarillion, I doubt, because I think Silmarillion... I've gotten a couple hundred pages in the Silmarillion once or twice and not been able to get through it because it's like reading a college textbook. It really is. It's it's really it's informative. It's not written necessarily in an engaging style. The Silmarillion is not user friendly. If you're if you're that into you know if you're one of those Middle Earth completists, if it if it makes your heart sing and you've got to know everything about it, absolutely you're going to read the book. But it's not written in a style that that is necessarily conducive to you know movies or anything. I mean, I think at one point, didn't they say they were talking about maybe trying to adapt some of the Silmarillion into movie form? And you know, that was one of our questions: is you know, are we truly done with this universe, or are they going to figure out some way to go back? Now, I do know that as of right now, um, they got the rights to all that the rights are available to. They would have to get clearance from the Tolkien family to use the Silmarillion, uh, mm. to use uh, other notes. And, you know, much like Frank Herbert, this guy had uh, amazing caches of writings on what the greater, you know, the EU, for sure. lack of a better term, was like. And so we know 
what Middle Earth was like, and we know lots of stories that didn't happen in The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. Um, we've just never been told those in, in a kind of cinematic format. How many times have you read The Hobbit, Allison? Only once. I thought you'd read it more than once. I started it, well... Maybe I was new that One complete st- time, and then I got like halfway through it again. When you were watching this trilogy, when you got to certain parts, could you tell, oh, this wasn't in the book? Yeah. And did it was it easier for you to just forget about what you read and just go with it? Well, I mean, I think that um, having the book, and if you're going to adapt it, they can be two different entities. They don't have to be the exact same. So I let stuff go, like with Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. The comics and the show are allowed to be two separate things. You yeah. have elements that tie in like to both, and it's cool to see that, but it can be its own thing. So with The Hobbit, there were some things that I noticed, like the um, barrel scene. Mm. I'm not... I'm when not, they escaped that, the... The scene was awesome, don't get me wrong, but that was like a short little wade in the water in the book. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they stretched that up big time. And for the most part, <clears throat> these cookies are great, by the way. <laughs> Make sure they go down. Make sure they go down the the food pipe, not the air pipe. <laughs> it's too late. Oh god. Mm. <sighs> okay. Um, <sighs> the um, like for the most part, uh, a lot of what they did in the movie uh, merely kind of fleshed out scenes in the book like like the 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 barrel ride is a perfect example mm. you know it happened in the book it happened in the movie but in the movie they extended it out to a major sequence okay um and obviously they're trying to fill out three movies so of course they're going to dwell on every single detail that happens and it makes perfect sense now uh the stuff that was not anywhere in the um in the book all the stuff with radagast the brown um, the entire subplot with uh, uh, them going to the uh, the the dark tower, the dark whatever, the dark castle, mm. the the necromancers, okay. you know, all that stuff. None of that happens really? in the book. Toriel wasn't in the book either, right? And the whole subplot with her and Keeley, the romance wasn't in the book, right? Oh, really? Yeah, good, okay. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think. Didn't really care for well, the romance. Uh, I, mean, I know it was supposed to be very heartfelt, but they yeah, really didn't kind of care for. Yeah, Legos. There were elves in the. Remember what I said earlier off the air about you having a black heart? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, Legolas she obviously loved him, but oh, you know, know. it's totally understandable how and why Legolas is in this uh, series of movies because he freaking rocks, and it's <laughs> yeah. the greatest thing Orlando Bloom has ever done. Hey, I, and I'm glad to see him back. But again, he's there. There's not one mention of him in, in the uh, the right. Hobbit. And of course, you know, the Hobbit was written. Um, 15-ish years before he started on Lord of the Rings stuff. So he did The Hobbit. It sat for a long time as a complete work. And then something, I don't know if it's someone or, you know, I don't believe, you know, I could be wrong. I don't believe that back in those days, the publishing company was was leaning on you. Dude, we got to have another book, man. Those things sound like hotcakes. You know, I don't think that was it. Um, Why it took him so long to get from, um, you know, point A to point B, I don't know. You know, did you write the screw tape letters in the interim? I don't know. So you the know, Hobbit I don't was know. written first. The Hobbit yeah. was written well okay. before well, Lord of the Rings. So it was written in a in a linear order. I liked all the ties that that we'd seen throughout this trilogy to the other Yeah. To the other and, movies. And a lot know, of that with, connective tissue was invented by yeah. Peter Jackson. But again, 
in a way that makes sense, and I don't think detracts yeah. from the story at all. Again, having Legolas and Evangeline Lily as an elf, that was that was awesome, and uh, I didn't have any issue with that at all. You know, I think something just, must have happened cool. to Legolas's character in the interim between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings movies, because in The Lord of the Rings movies, he was a likable guy. I liked him as a okay. as a person in the Hobbit trilogy. He's a bit of a douchebag. Yeah. Well, they were, and I realized maybe it, it might have something to do with the fact that he wasn't in the book, so they were inventing him basically at this point in history. Yeah. And they truly were inventing him. Now, if they were smart enough to think, okay, he needs some kind of character arc. We know where he ends up. Where does he start, and how is he different from where he ends up? Mm-hmm. You know, if they did something like that. Um, I wouldn't put it past him, bully for them, mm. um, but uh, but yeah, I mean Legolas is uh, the Wood Elves, which he apparently is a part of, you know, because that's where we found him. You know, unless he was a uh, unless he was one of the elves in the north who came down and started to ha- decide to hang with the Wood Elves or something. We don't know, but um, the Wood Elves in the book were notoriously. Um, closed off they really yeah. didn't want to to deal with anybody else. they wanted they wanted to basically be left the heck alone yeah, is that they were very very dangerous yeah is that the elves themselves. that we saw in this yes yeah, those were wood elves, elves. yeah mm-hmm. they they were they were by themselves ronan was the head of the yes exactly right. The elves, right at one point i turned to my boy john i say you know it's ronan right he yeah. goes really i go yeah dang right i would have loved to seen legolas go Dance off, Dad. You and me. <laughs> that would have been funny. Speaking of Dad, though, like he in the movie. This was not in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, in the movie, or in the movies, uh, he's Thranduil's son. That's that relationship does not exist. And so, like we, you were talking about how in the wait a minute in the movie who is Legolas? Legolas is Thranduil's, Thranduil's son. son. Yeah, Thranduil is the king of right. the Mirkwood Elves. Right. So. You were talking about how he isn't necessary. Like he's kind of stern and yeah, yeah. I think that completely comes from from his dad. From his dad, okay. And just and the it, way he's supposed to. I, I don't know. Then once his dad kicked him out, or well, he kicked himself out. Really, yeah. he kicked Tariel out. But yeah. so I didn't understand why he said he couldn't go back. I don't know. No, no, it's just elven pride. I just think you know, it like kind that. of has to. It kind of stems from his father. And yeah, he just has to. I, don't I know. liked. Uh, I did like the the father. Just how kind of just. I mean, there there were emotions there where it was like about pride. They're like, like Vulcans almost. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they were a lot like Vulcans. Yeah, and, and I I kind of like that. Your mother it's, always, you know, I've I've heard Sarek. Is that his name? Spock's yeah. dad. I've heard Sarek say that to Spock many times. You know, your mother always loved you. You know, I was like, what is this? Well, she was the sudden, human. She they had pointy ears. Elves oh and Vulcans. Oh my are, gosh! You got <laughs> Romulans, right? Dwarves. And then, no, you got Vulcans and Romulans. Uh-huh. There was a third planet out there nobody knew. Whoa! The elves, Deer, Gene, Peter J. Jackson, and J.J. <laughs> Abrams. How are you? I am fine. Good. I have a fantastic idea for a movie mashup. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like the way. Like one of the last things that the king said to Legolas when he was leaving, he says, oh, by the way, if you're heading out this one way, go find this dude named Strider. Yeah. Right. I liked yes. how they tied that in. Well, that but what's really funny cool. is that uh, unless he and Strider had adventures long before the Lord of the Rings, there's a 60-year gap. Now, I don't know in the movie universe how long the gap is supposed to have been, but in the books, it's roughly 60 years between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. You know what? 
It's that's 60 a good, years. They say it in the do they? unexpected. So it took so that's it takes Legolas sixty years to find Strider? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Don't they say something in the Lord of the Rings movie about Strider not aging normally? Right, yeah, they do. Okay, well that explains it. Yeah. And the elves live a long time also. But again, did it actually take him sixty years to find him? I guess. Or no, are, see, well, I mean, maybe, maybe he lost track or no, just because lost interest. There's nothing saying that they had not met before because the, the events of Fellowship of the Ring. Well, the first time we see them together, they already know who each other is. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they meet in that movie. So Good they've point. been buddies for a while. Hey! Hey, clench up, will you? <laughs> um, Bro hug. I, uh, I did enjoy this movie, but it felt like one very long fight scene. And that it was, oh. yeah, it was like the studio said, "Okay, listen, Pete, Pete, babe, come here, Pete, come here." We know there's only five pages of story left in the Hobbit, yeah, you know. But uh, that brings up a good question: How much of the actual book was left from the time Smaug leaves the mountain and heads off to destroy the city? The um, I-, I thought it was interesting. Do you remember the uh, the Great Hobbit cartoon that we all watched as a child? I never saw it, but I remember. <laughs> it. I did. I no! loved it. I loved 70s? it. Yeah, like yeah, or something? yeah. It was something like that. It was. It, it came out in the seventies. Mm. It was an hour long. Um, it was one of those things that that every year I looked forward to it. Like some people look forward to Gone with the Wind or Wizard of Oz or whatever. It's like man, or the Crystal Christmas or something. It's like I've got to see this. It's coming out again. Um, that is amazing. You've got to rectify that. You've got to okay, see. It's really good. The, the Hobbit cartoon. Um, Don't bother. Don't bother with the Lord of the Rings cartoon. It's kind of a mess. Well, it's interesting because Lord of the Rings, since we're on the subject, we'll tangent a little bit. Yay! Merry Christmas, everybody. And also there's a um, movie out there called The Bobbit. You don't want to even touch it. <laughs> wow. Okay, Lorena. Um the uh the Fellowship of the Rings. The Lord Bob. of the Rings uh This is for June Bob right here. Nice. Give you a moment of silence so June Bob can really take that in. Fantastic. How you doing, June Bob? Um where were we? Uh, cartoon okay. uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, the uh, cartoon Lord of the Rings was actually done by Ralph Bakshi. And it's got some rotoscoping in it and some other, uh, some other, especially in the uh, the, the prologue, um, as they're kind of catching you up to the story of the story so far. Um, it is really cool, man. It's like real people, uh, green screen, silhouetted, filled in with imagery and fire and stuff and it's just it's very cool i think the lord of the rings has helped out i'm a little bit biased um we had um we had a theater in norman that was huge it's called the cinema east and i, I to, the, to this day i miss it because it was one of those that had that screen it had that that big you know pana panoramic whatever I, i'm trying to remember what the name of those huge wide um movies were the panavision you know panavision yeah. type screen just Huge monstrous screen would hold hundreds of people. It was just it was a one theater thing. Saw that there, and to this day, I remember my absolute delight as a kid watching that movie in that environment. So I'm biased to to appreciate it. The thing that's weird is that where that movie ends, the Lord of the Rings movie, um, it just it's dropped. Ralph Bakshi never makes the second movie. They get they get into the two towers before the movie is over. And so it's not necessarily okay. This is Lord. Of, this is the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, movie two is going to be two towers. Movie three is going to be you know. It's not that linear. Uh, it's like they said, hey, you can have two movies because he kind of did the first half of the trilogy story, and then 
uh, many, uh, not many years later, a few years later, Ralph Bakshi had nothing to do with this, but Rankin Bass put out The Return of the King. And they didn't necessarily feel, they didn't necessarily start from right where Ralph Bakshi ended. And so there's a little bit of a gap in it. And I'm trying to remember the last time I saw the Return of the King cartoon, but it was it was in that that uh, that Hobbit style. And the Lord of the Rings, uh, artistically, is in that same Hobbit style too. You won't be put off by it. Um, but uh, the Lord of the Rings, anyway, um, I would give uh, that a thumbs up. The Return of the King, I give a thumbs down. I'd say just you know, go watch the movie. go watch Peter Jackson's versions. But uh, but yeah, that Lord of the Rings, man, especially the intro to it, so very cool. You know, thank you, Ralph Bakshi. I appreciate it. When in the Hobbit book, when they get, when they drive the dragon from the mountain and he's headed off to Torch Lakewood, yes, Lakewood, Lake, Lake Town. Town, Lake Town. How much of the actual book is left at that point? How much? I want to say like fifty pages. It's not a lot. But like there's still some. A fourth left. of the book, a third of the book, less. The book is the book is under three hundred pages. So yeah, it might be a. A fifth or a sixth, like yeah. Allison Okay, so what it feels like is Peter Jackson said, you know, there's really not a lot of story left, so we're going to make the, yeah. the biggest, baddest battle yeah. sequence mm-hmm. we've ever seen in a Lord of the Rings movie. Well, you knew it was going to be Return of the King Part D. It was going to be basically one long battle sequence, and there may be a couple of just morsels dropped to the ground storyline. I, I went into the movie, my expectation was... Pretty fights, a lot of them, and uh, almost no uh, development as far as the story goes. I mean, you've pretty much laid out all the parts. All you're doing with this movie is resolving them. And when we were here before the show and we left, you said, make sure you're not late. Yeah. Make sure you don't walk in five minutes. I can totally understand why. Yeah. Because if you're late, you miss the best part of the, you know. Well, it was amazing that that entire sequence was the pre-scene or whatever yeah you know at the end of that scene then they roll the music and the titles to the movie and it's like that was the that was the lead into the freaking movie yeah and that and that part was pretty amazing i loved it dude just, yeah it was, dude on the xd wonderful. screen yeah in the hfr 3d oh yeah that dragon yeah was amazing yeah, i had forgotten you I know, just, it's been a year since i'd seen the. i mean me and snicker were like punching rate. each other in the shoulder the yeah. whole time that thing was going, like look at that are you seeing this yeah that was amazing that that was some really good cg work I mean, i've told people um i've told people that are not fans of the genre have not seen the other you know okay here's a huge caveat i made a mistake Wait, I've write got, that down. I've got. <laughs> well, we've we got it on tape. Yeah, right? we got it on tape. Just mark the tape. Uh, I um, made. What's the time mistake. code on that? Because I'm going to save that <laughs> as a drop. Um, I made a mistake. I made. I made a mistake. I should have made time to watch the Desolation of Smog, or at least skimmed through it before I went to the theater. Because they picked because right boy, up. Boom. There is no. Last time on right. Law Order. Previously you know, on the yeah, Hobbit. There is nothing like that going on. They <laughs> yeah. threw you right into it. And I haven't wa- I haven't sat through the entire movie. Jeez, uh, I don't know if I've sat through the entire movie since I bought it. And so the last time I saw it in the theater is the last time I know for a fact I saw the entire way through. And I know it. it I know the Desolation Smog ended with uh, Bilbo saying, "What have we done?" You know, as the dragon flies out. But yeah. I'd forgotten where the plot lines ended with the whole uh, um, 
the bard uh, Gandalf was in prison. And the, yeah, the Gandalf yeah. was imprisoned, and I don't right. remember all that. It's been I, a year. I remember all of it. Yeah, you, well, I, I mean, I you forgot about it. Stuff but, packed into your but brain. The moment yeah. I saw it, I was just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, it came back right back. But yeah, you you don't have forty five years of nonsense in your brain yet. Okay, like That's we true. Do. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. And, and trust me, here in about 30 years, you'll know what we're talking about. You go, those guys were right. Can't wait. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Frank's. Frank's. Uh... So it's not a nose shaver? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's too bad. Um, it could be. This movie was. I got a little battle weary during the battle scene. I didn't. I, I thought they. They offset the battle sequences. They did. They kind of pretty well. Kind of I mean, gave it, us breathers, every, nicely placed breathers yeah, every once in a while. It, there, there were oh. beats to that movie which I was not expecting. I was expecting one long sequence of yeah. people slamming swords into each other with no respite, and you would just be exhausted at the end of the movie. They actually, it was actually more like a roller coaster ride. They yeah. take you up and mm-hmm. they let you down for a minute. Take you back up, let you down for a minute. It was almost like the sequencing of a really good album. I, I give them a lot of credit. For the way they interrupted the battle sequences, because it, it could have been like it, they were they were still going on. But am I allowed to say like anything that happened? Yeah, yeah, this okay. is yeah, a, this, this is a spoiler rich podcast. Yes. Awesome. Um, I really like what you were talking about. How they or you were talking about they gave us breather like um in at the front of the mountain, um the doors of Erebor or whatever the battle was going on, and you would they would cut to that scene of um. Thorin just sitting on his throne yeah. and kind of how the tie in the plot with the dragon sickness and Dwan was trying to convince him like what the heck are you doing you know get out there fight you know don't make other people fight for you and like they were while that whole battle sequence is going on that whole plot line you had more plot lines as well and you also went to like Gandalf you know at um crap yeah where the heck was that yeah. um I don't know wherever the necromancer lives right you had that plot line. You had the dragon sickness plot line. You had um, what was going on with Bard. Um, well, Bard was in the battle, but he, you know, he was constantly going through Dale, mm-hmm. the ruined city. I like how they interwove the yeah. Battle. It, it was, wasn't. It was cut one. together real nice. Right. It, it, like it makes me think of. I'm sorry to use this movie as an example, but it makes me think of the Phantom Menace, where at the end they, we would see a little bit of the Jedi battle. And then we'd see a little bit of Anakin in the cockpit of the starfighter in space. And then we'd see Amidala, um, you know, breaking into the palace to try to um, get to the Viceroy. And then we'd see uh, Jar Jar and the Gungans battle. And then we'd go mm-hmm. back to the lightsaber yeah, battle and just absolutely. cycle through those. So it was the same type of deal. Now, in the, mo- in the middle of the movie, luckily, <clears throat> we weren't sitting by a lot of people. So Allison and I could kind of r- lean over and start whispering. And so we started. We started thinking. Okay, well, this, this movie is called the Five Armies. Counting the armies. Yeah. Oh what, yeah. What are the What are the five armies? So we we counted uh, dwarves, elves, elves men. men. And at first I thought, okay, the men are kind of teaming up with the dwarves, but then it kind of I think it's separate. So you got it is, yeah. dwarves, elves, men, orcs, mm. and then we were like, well, what's the fifth army? And then one of them said. Uh, oh, part of the orcs are are invading Dale, and I said, "Well, okay, there's two orc armies, so that makes the fifth army." But then, even longer past that, somebody else came and said, "Oh, there's another orc army, you know, farther away that's coming." Yeah, they're coming from the north. They're going to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. So was that the fifth army? So I 
I had trouble deciding exactly what was the fifth <laughs> army. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think <laughs> the equivalent with the the weird earth bats that the orcs used and occupied, the orcs themselves, the weird things that were popping up out of the ground, the, like the giants, that was one army, kind of, like the orcs. The and bad guy army. The bad guy army, yeah. And then so, Azog, when he says, um, hey, by the way, there's another army, I'm going to cut you off. Was that the, the fifth one. army? I think well, so. Was that the fifth army? I think what do you so. think? I'm trying to remember if there was a definite because they referenced the five armies right. in the book. Absolutely, yeah, but it's five armies. They didn't say this right in the movie. But think and about I'm, it. You I'm sorry, the, I'm failing I'm you because I think up. I should know this. The fifth army could have been the Eagles. What Ooh, about? Yeah, nice. What know. about? Okay, I was going to say. What about that second band of dwarves, the larger? Played yeah. by the wonderful Billy Connolly. Oh, Led by yes. the wonderful Billy Connolly. Yes. When I cool. heard his voice, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I love that guy. He was so great. <laughs> he was great. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was thinking maybe it's the second dwarf army, the bigger one. But no, they joined in with their king and the little bitty, you know, 12 guys or whatever. Yeah. So you had dwarves. You had men. You had elves. You had all the orcs mm-hmm. and the, the myriad of bats and the... Trolls right. and the, the and of course show. in the movie for, for a while I, I thought maybe it was it was the um, the elf king's uh, battle among himself. I started thinking like meta that way. I thought is that a battle? Like that's an internal battle, or so is that an army? I mean, is he? I mean, I was obviously thinking not thinking it through, but I was trying to figure that part out as well. So is it was it that second orc army that was coming from an opposite direction? Was that the fifth army? Allison, I'm on, I'm please on. save us from another five minutes of bad content. No, no, no. I'm on the team where the uh, Eagles were, were an army. I think they'll be. Well, I think that they, was. I think they do. Well, they they would count, I, I believe. But. Well, they yeah, count, or was that was that a backup in. for the man? Was that? Oh, uh, okay. The um, as the battle was turning fully against the Free Folk, a number of giant eagles of the Misty Mountains arrived. Parentheses the Fifth Army in parentheses there led by the Great. Okay. Eagle. Yeah. Led by what? The Great Eagle. Okay, so the Eagles. <laughs> uh, Don Henley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings. You know what's funny is that Joe Walsh Eagles. When when I was watching that and uh, Bilbo was looking up, he goes, "No, when it wasn't Bilbo, it was the Keeley." He goes, "Oh, yeah. the Eagles are coming." I expect it was almost like I expect him to go. Man, I really like Hotel California on the board. Like I could just see like if we watched a gag reel or something, it'd be like oh, Desperado. Desperado was a great tune or something like that. Now, okay, I, so that's I'm, I'm actually relieved to know <laughs> that the art that the Eagles were considered the fifth army. Well, Lord of the Rings uh, wiki <laughs> says the Battle of Five Armies was a battle waged between the goblins and the wargs, which are the wolf-like things. Oh, okay, against the men of Dale, elves, dwarves, eagles, and a shapeshifter on and near the Lonely Mountain. Yeah. So you have. Do we have a shapeshifter in this? I don't remember a. Oh, oh, the shapeshifter was the dude from. Uh, the Eagles brought him, and he—he he was the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He Bay was the Orn. dude that Bill um, that changed into the bear. Oh, Bill Bal Bayorn. Bayorn, yeah, Bjorn, yes, Bayorn. Yes. That was yeah. cool. And, and even I, Allison goes, oh, yeah, she did the John like, Snicker thing that you mm, were talking about. She's I like, like punched oh. that in the face almost. I was there. Like, oh there was, God, there was some girl, some surprise cheers yeah. when that bear yeah. came out. Like it was yeah. like what. He jumped, he fell, he was a man, yeah, was and then cool he fell and morphed into a bear. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's kind of everybody. Okay, I dig it. Up. When those big eagles yeah. came through and just flattened all them orcs, that was oh, so cool. Man. That was awesome. That was a great moment. Now, 
There was, a, again, uh, there was a lot about that battle, you know, that, that they really just kind of fleshed down their own. Because in the book, the battle is referenced, and they, they, talk, they spend a, a few pages on it, but it's basically the armies clash, and then, you know, the good guys ended up winning, yada, yada, yada. They don't, he doesn't go for chapters and chapters and chapters about the detail of who's attacking it. Right. I don't remember there being any reference to whatever those giant, those giant nasty looking things yeah, are. Yeah, I was like, what the heck are those? I, don't, I, don't I didn't remember them. I mean, there were. I, I thought to myself, you know, goblins, you know, could have been part of the deal, you know, because I wasn't sure who was streaming out of the uh, holes in the ground. Now, one part, I, when this part of the movie happened, I was unclear in my soul whether to stand up and cheer or to leave the theater in disgust. Which part? The part when you guessed it, Shai Hulud broke through the ground for the first time. Who? Shia LaBeouf was in this movie. No, that's what somewhere, I somewhere, Jim Dietz and Ken Morgan are punching the dashboards in their cars. Oh, you're talking about the worms from Dune? Yes. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, there are no friggin' sandworms in the Middle Earth. Are well, there... they're not sandworms; they're rock eaters. They're rock They're different somehow. Was there, were those worm guys not in the book? I didn't no. know anything okay. about that. That was. It was like, I'm going. Are you? Sandworms? Are you serious? And they weren't even utilized. You see them once. They pop out of the ground and right. they make holes in the ground, but you don't see them in battle. It was like well, we saw what, them in what trans- made me wrong? They, they dug through and then they went back. I, yeah. Shouldn't have they just gone through the tunnel and then What's, kept going and made another hole? What is the fascination with them. sandworms? We saw them in Transformers 3. We saw them in this movie. We saw them in Dune, obviously. You and saw them in Dune. Yeah. We That's saw three them. references, hey, Brad. Hey, What's the deal? We saw them in Beetlejuice. And I'm, that's a trip in the Wayback Machine there. But, yeah, dude, why? We saw it in Empire Strikes Back, but it wasn't sand. It was an asteroid. Yeah. And the Sarlacc could be a worm, huh. I guess. That's what I thought, but. Kind of. Eh. Just, just uh, I don't there. think technically What's the one Empire the Strikes Back counts. I mean, it doesn't have a it's it's middle isn't a fur, isn't like a furnace. You know, it's, it's not making silly. spikes. What the then I'm having a little sand trout wrap themselves around it, and, sand you know, block the water off, so the sand uh, no, keep living in the soil, which becomes a, a real issue by the children of Dune, the third book, you know, because the the terraforming and turning uh, Arrakis back into a green planet has had very unintended consequences on the ecology. Shall I go on? No. Hey, uh, am I up? Um, you, you, you can be. Okay. I think it's... Uh, What's the deal? I think, you know, boys and girls, gather around, boys and girls, gather around. Santa has some more advice for you. Oh, man. Direct from the North Pole, Santa presents a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice list. Presented by Santa, for all the good little boys and girls. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls! Here's another way to make sure you're on Santa's nice list this year. When your parents aren't looking, go into the liquor cabinet and put a lot of Kahlua into the milk. Santa likes his grog. This has been another in a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's Nice List. For more information on how to stay on Santa's Nice List, please email northpole.ca, Snapchat Frank Rincon, or keep it tuned to Half Hour Wasted. Snapchat. And now, back Snapchat. to the program. Every time Good hear, advice. Every time I hear that thank word you. Snapchat, it makes me think of that drunk uncle skit. 
Because every time he on Saturday Night Live, he references a new type of social media that, yes. uh-huh. <clears throat> or a different type, and one of them it was Snapchat. 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 <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um, I mean, all in all, I walked out very mixed feelings about the movie because uh, I liked what I saw. It did what I thought it would do. Um, I had a, a bit of an issue. It just at times it seemed like the dialogue was very lowest common denominator, which is weird for a movie that's a Tolkien movie. He certainly wasn't that way. Um, but I guess you're trying to appeal to an international community at this point, you know. And dummies like me who like simple yeah. words, yeah, maybe so. Um, I, the, like the, the, the one, one sill words. <laughs> the one thing about the movie that drove me absolutely bat stuff crazy was they kept going back. It's like, okay, I get it that Thorin is a jerk who's obsessed with gold. How much screen time did they spend on Thorin being sullen and wanting more gold? I just I, wanted him to do the Uncle Scrooge thing and dive into the dive coins. into the gold. Oh, oh my gosh! Well, you guys would have been so easy. I was for like that. at the beginning of DuckTales when he. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Swimming up to it. That, yeah. I mean, that would have awesome. made a great movie. A great scene in that movie. I got, totally do that. I got news for you though. Yeah, that would be the equivalent of jumping off a six-story building onto a concrete. You know, as Peter Griffin has right. shared with us, right. in Family Guy. Ah. <laughs> Ah, yeah, no, that you can't dive into a, a pool of coins. It no, just you doesn't can't. work that way. Does not work. Yeah, I'll tell you what the the thing. This is honestly, I'm I'm being completely serious when I say this. The thing about these movies, and it, it might have happened in the Lord of No, I know it did happen in the Lord of the Rings movies also. But when Galadriel is that Kate Blanchett's mm-hmm. elf. Yes. When she gets all scary and uses her power and her eyes yeah. turn black oh, yeah. and she's glowing bluish white and me, me, me. What was up with that? <laughs> that, that, liter- was awesome, that literally man. gives me the, the heebie-jeebies. Really? Um, uh, yeah, I just like, ooh, I don't Well, know. and again, none of that was in the book. Not even hinted at. No. So those were complete fabrications by Peter Jackson Company. It was very effective. To get those I, characters when back. When that happens, I wet myself just a little bit I each mean, time. There was, there was some... It's, it's weird. That movie was so up and down if you take it in chunks. Because if you take each scene on its own merits, you think there are really cool things about the scene... But like the foundation of the scene is just goofy, like the the scene where um, uh, Gandalf is getting his butt kicked by uh, the necromancer and his uh, his goons, his Nazgul's, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, hey, pretty good timing that Galadriel and uh, the, the dude uh, Radagast show yeah, up, and um, and uh, uh, Hugo, Mister Mister Smith, Smith, Agent Smith, Smith. Agent, Agent Smith, Smith shows up, right? Mister Mithran deal. So they show up, and all of a sudden, Galad, you know, uh, uh, why, I'm still trying to figure out why um, Radagast bothered to show up because it's he was no good smell. in a fight. Now, yeah, yeah he, they, they were fighting with ghosts. Why did he have a sword? That bothered okay. me. The ghost. It's a magic sword. Was that the ring yeah, wraiths? Yeah, magic sword. Are those the yes. ring wraiths that yes. we see in the later movies? Yes, those, ah. those, those were the... Uh, connective tissue, man. I yes. like it. I like yes. the connective and tissue. Those were... Uh, that's absolutely exactly what it was. Is that the, the nine men yes. that got yeah. the rings? Yes, exactly right. <sighs> I just got goosebumps Boom. up and down. You didn't know... Even I... 
Well, Even I, I, you didn't know that. I Even I, you said you're stupid. I'm, I'm sorry, he's stupid. Even yeah. I didn't know that. Else. You're dumb. Nine. You're dumb. There you're older than me. You're three times as old as I am. Hey, you should know that. The way they put them on the screen, you basically you were had to count them. Lean in, William. Uh, Allison, lean in. Video or picture? Just picture. But seriously, though, like, the show just stopped. There yeah, was you, dead air. When there's like four moment. seconds of silence, yeah. you know we're all posing for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> we're asking you to count them. That, that was even I got that. No, that Bill, can I have a water bottle? Can I have a water bottle? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, or a I water at all? Don't know. I'll just I'll get her some water. Thank you. Yeah. Because I can't I don't, get out. I don't think I physically have a water bottle to give you, except for one that's wow. used right behind me. I can fill that empty um, beer bottle right there with some cold that's water. That's a really if you good want. point. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> now, so um, and with then ice so, I don't know. I mean, uh, wow. you've you've you seen the glasses. you've Is seen this for the me? huh? Is this a Christmas present you forgot to give? This me? which one? This one, dude. The Spidey. You know what? Zoe is the one who insisted on those. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we're just having an important discussion. So, I mean, did you did you feel like it was awesome? Did you feel disappointed, Allison? Um, I mean, where where was your mind at the at, you know at the end of the movie? Did you were you rolling your eyes at parts of it or sometimes? Um, I don't know. Some, the way it was edited, sometimes it was a little choppy for me. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of. Um, I'm not talking about like the battle scenes with interweaving right. different parts of the story because we already talked about that and I thought that was um, utilized well. The way um, I don't know, just the tones of the tone of certain scenes, kind of I wasn't connecting with. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of certain ones, but I remember I remember feeling that way. Um, I came into the movie with kind of the similar to what you were saying, how there's really no development. We already know the characters. They start immediately where Desolation yeah. left off. Yeah, you're, I, you're dropped into the middle of it. Unlike you guys, you bozos, I actually remembered. Um, <laughs> That's Mr. Bozo. Second. Thank you very much. Mr. Dr. Professor. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob. Hey, SpongeBob quote. Anyways. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Like, it, it really didn't hit me until like four days ago when I was studying in chemistry class that, oh, my God. The Hobbit, the last um, Lord yeah. of Rings, you know, um, movie's gonna come out, and I. Well, where am I going with this? I, I didn't have any ex- set expecta- expectations. Right. Um, I I just wanted it to, to end well, to end strongly. I wanted to see certain things. Um, I mean, I for you, I, I don't know about you, but I was really surprised at the way uh, the pacing of the movie uh, went because. I, I frankly couldn't believe the uh, um, now the battle of the uh, the dragon against Lake Town and the Bard mm. uh, that does happen before the battle of the five armies right. in the book, doesn't it? Because I want to say in the cartoon, doesn't it kind of happen um, at the same time? I've not seen the cartoon. Gosh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying to remember. It, I love that cartoon so much. It's been so long since I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. Um, though. I know what the animation looks like. But but, uh, but yeah, I just there. So many touches that they did to this movie that I pretty much thought this is this is a really good thing. I mean, just uh, you know, so much about this movie that uh, that they told with visuals that you know 
again, you know, if that picture's worth a thousand words, the book could be a lot thicker than it was. So if a picture's worth a thousand words. When did this become the Jim Croce hour? I don't even like him. I have one definite thing to say though about um the way Bard took down mm-hmm. um Smaug. I like the way that Bard's children were utilized a lot yeah. more in this film. Like Bane, I like how he made his own makeshift. Bane is in this movie. <laughs> oh, you should you should try the his iron steak. <laughs> It'll take down the it's dragon. Good. No, but like I like. Once <laughs> you take down the dragon, then you have my permission to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the that scene with um, Bard using his shoulder as an arrow. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. A little to your left. That was yeah. that, that was a lot of fun. I know the whole thing. Keep your eyes that. on I, me. Yeah, I was, was nervous cool for that scene. kid. That was that was a wonderful scene. I but all I could scene. think of is. That bow strap's gonna I pop him in the face and gonna too. leave a big Absolutely. line across his face. Absolutely. No, but it it was wonderful. I, I mean, you being an archer, you know that would happen. But that was that was a wonderful. That was awesome. That was it, wonderful. It was very raw and little real. To the left. A little to, to the, the left. To the left. I know we're left. about to die, but just look at me. Right. Concentrate on me. We'll get through this. And, and I again, loved it. Loved um, it. yeah. That and again, great. that's one of the places where uh, Peter Jackson expanded on the book because in the book, he just. He's the last arrow he's got is the black arrow, right? And he just looses it from his from his bow, and he manages to hit him right in the sweet spot. So the part, so they don't the, all the stuff about the bow being broken and the you know none of that none of that's uh, laid out in the book. The hey, thing with his but, son having hidden the black arrow in the second movie and then retrieving it in this movie and delivering it to his dad that was made up for the movie. None of that. It was it was, it was good. I liked it. Though. The black arrow was was the last arrow in his quiver. So in the book he actually the, had it book. with him. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um what uh Monobrow, the guy who was all money loving and I hated Alfred, that. He is like uh, the master uh, shake I of this movie. That. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I don't, he's I just very self-centered and but he reminded me of master shake. Yeah, I well, he was just. So, I, I kept wanting them just the just call him Grimer, okay? <laughs> He's Grimer freaking worm tongue, and it, it that okay. I'm sorry. There were two things that made me nice about the movie the 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 overexposure of Thorin being gold hungry and that idiot. Yeah. I hated. I hated that. Is he in the book? Every heck no. No. Okay. Every second that character was on screen. Hated it. Yeah, and I hated dressing him. Up as an, like I think an you're, old woman. What was that? Yeah. I think you're. Was that the last he was scene scared. too, where he where he's trying to run off with the money? And yeah. yeah, he's putting money in his brazier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just an old it, busty like woman. This lovely go down here. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I liked him in the second movie because he didn't have too many lines. He was, was kind of just there for Fry character. The, his assistant, like his. N- no, I mean the Stephen Fry was the the head of the town. Yeah, was he in the Yes, okay. but oh. I don't remember him being a major player. Okay. No. I mean, they uh, did have some dealings. The the dwarves did get to the town, and they did need the town to kind of put them up for the night and give them some biscuits and you know some some ale and tea and biscuits. Yeah, they went on about their way and they screwed things up for everybody. I I left before the complete ending of the credits. So was oh, there you anything? didn't see the post credits scene? No, was there a post? It had the collector scene? in it. Nick oh. Fury. Nick Fury showed up. <laughs> And he was like, hey, Bilbo, no, I, I had to, got a mission I had to for use you. the restroom really bad. So I turned to Allison and I said, this was at the end of the movie when the, the really cool uh, pencil drawings of oh, all yeah. the characters. Oh, yeah. I, I stayed for that. I, I stayed that. for the pencil drawings. And I, I had to leave before it was over. And, I did and the Allison's same looking at me like, why are you leaving? And then she goes, well, there's probably not a post-credit scene in this one, is there? That no. always crosses my mind, though. Even yeah. if it's not and a then, Marvel movie, I'm And like, I said, Wait. no, of course not. There's not going to be. And she goes, well, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this part with the art. I said, okay, great. I'll meet you outside. And I was yeah. about to wet my pants. <laughs> I I was thinking maybe at, there was a coda with that Alfred character. Is that his name? The, Alfred. Yeah. yeah, where like he's like walking down there with his gold, and then like one of the worms pops up or something oh, like that. Like yes, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of weird times that movie where I thought. Are you playing this for laughs? Yes, he was. He was. Uh, he was com. He was the comedy. Because uh, if relief. he was supposed, to, if his character and his character's actions were supposed to be comedy relief for me, that was a fail. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was funny. I just, I it grated on my nerves. Like it's some people, rude. like some people can't take nails on a chalkboard. I was having the same kind of issues with this guy. It's like, it's not cute. It's not comic relief. He's a freaking traitor and a coward, and. The idea that that he insinuates himself, you know, to a position where he's basically, you know, almost second in command, uh, it just infuriated me. It's like nobody else here has an issue that this guy, craven and spineless as he is, is giving orders to anybody about anything. It just it was, it was, you know, how do you let this character get away with the stuff he's trying to get away with? It just, yeah, I, I. Did, did that? Well, they were. Those, also, that was zero star. That was zero. They were used to him for me. doing that. They're you know, yeah. for the recent you know their past or whatever Apparently. because he was always there with the Stephen Fry guy. Yeah, and why had they allowed this to go on for those? Well, because the Steve, they're afraid years. of the Stephen Fry guy. Yeah, and I don't remember again. Should have seen. Should have rewatched the Desolation of Smog because I don't know if that. I don't. I don't know if they said in the second movie why that character gets any juice or any love at all from anybody in the village, why they haven't kicked him out yet. You know, I don't remember if they said, well, we feel sorry for this guy or, I don't think you we know, didn't. he has a claim on the throne. I don't I didn't you know. Say they like probably that. didn't uh, say He was definitely the Jar Jar of the movie. Wow. Right? Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's cold even by my yeah. standards. Yeah. Just, that's, I kind of like Jar Jar. <laughs> but also, didn't um, Smaug's dead carcass fall on that boat they were on? Yes. How yeah. are they no, not no. dead? No, it well it killed the it the, killed the king of the fry. The king of the town. Did Alfred get out. He should, no, 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 dead. No. The king had he says Alfred goes, we, Oh, he pushed him out of the water. Yeah, yep, we gotta get right. rid of some weight because we're sinking. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, you're absolutely right. Thank you. And he pushes him off into the water. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And he swims yeah, away. Yeah. Oh, help me. Shouldn't help have, me. Give me one of those dry blankets. Oh yeah. The blanket. Shouldn't yeah. have pushed him off. He was God, it's bugging me. There was one part in the movie I knew I was going to forget it that I just thought, "Is this being played for laughs?" And it was it was a moment where somebody was being cruel to somebody else. Oh, dang it, I wish I could remember what it was. But I remember thinking, I, "I'm not, I'm not digging this." And um, I just, it was so weird. It was um, characters getting kind of messed with on all sides. Uh, oh, farts! I'm going to have to watch the movie again. Beginning, middle, end. Get back know? to you. Uh, middle fifty to sixty percent end of the movie, something like that. It was, mm. it was back half of the movie, but um, um, yeah, there. So there were there were a number of issues I had with the movie, uh, but overall, um, you know, again, my it's not that my expectations were minimal. It's just that you know they they kind of delivered what I thought they were going to deliver, and so in that respect, I'm not disappointed in the movie really at all. Um, Again, just a couple choices, you know that that idiot Grimer Wormtongue Junior. and uh, and Thorin, you know, doing the gold thing for two thirds of the movie. I mean, I realize you've got to, you know, to have that character arc, you know, you have to have a point A and a point B. But uh, it just, you know, like so many, uh, like so many of these things, it seems like 
you know, the moment where it all turns around for Thorne, he says, oh, my God, you're right. It just seems like it happens too easy. Yeah, you know, he, if he, he was does that have that little throws of it. And all of a sudden, what? Well, you're well, right. Let's go. You know, I don't think like, it happened easy. I mean, he had a pretty frightening. Yeah. Waking dream. Yeah. You know, when he imagined himself being sucked down into the gold and all, all that right. stuff. You know, that was. That was the whirlpool you know, of gold. Yeah. You, you know, it, it almost in my mind, it almost needs to be. He needs to lose something like someone he loves or someone he's close to almost die or even die. And then that snaps him out of it. Well, I think. Uh, and But I guess that that's what that dream was supposed to represent. And, you know, there. he started thinking about everything that people had said to him. You know, you've yeah. changed. You're not the same. Mm. Uh, and all these, you know, Bilbo said it. Some of the dwarves said it, you know, and. And just imagining all that gold swallowing him up, you know, I guess that was enough to to make him go, yeah, something. I'm not. I don't know. I was you, in the Bahamas for a minute. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to tie it into real life too hard because it's a movie. But uh, well, the uh, I noticed that the um, that the audition or the auction at the end of the movie took place 30 months uh, after the Hobbit had left, and it was June 22nd. Okay, that's the longest day of the year, right? I, well, I don't know, but it's it's just it's just funny that they use those measurements. Uh, you know, you you've been gone for well, now I don't remember what it was. What did I say? Ninety thirty months. months. Thirty years. months. He'd been gone thirty months. The Hobbit. Two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two and a half years. And when they were having the auction, yeah, they had to the walk date on there uh, yeah. said June twenty second. So. Are you, yeah. Do you think it's strange that it was actually specified June twenty second? Yeah, m- mostly because then doesn't that kind of put it in our world? Well, because they use the same calendar as us. They use which, the same language as us. Well, but you're always forgiving of that. It's you know I think of the Lord is, of the Rings as like in so this, like in this world said, that does not exist anymore. You've well, been, I mean, it could you've be like, been gone for thirty moltons. <laughs> you know, yeah. something like that. I mean, this could easily <laughs> be kind of a. This could be a Wizards-like thing with the, the Ralph Bakshi movie, Wizards, to recall Ralph Bakshi, um, where you know it's a crazy Lord of the Rings-esque movie, but it happens on Earth in the future. You know, this I, I've always kind of thought, you know, this could be you know Earth's distant past or something. You know, there you know there's so many stories where you know. Hey, uh, you know, a thousand years ago, uh, you know, magic hadn't disappeared from the world yet. You know, they, you know, it could have been something like that. You know, I think if it if it suits you, you could imagine that this movie takes place in a time when there were dragons and magic and stuff. Well, and, I, I mean, I don't want know. to. I want to think of it just as like we're the same world that ex- the same place that Star Wars exists, the same place that you know Star Trek exists in in our tangible universe but star right. wars is a fantasy it does not exist here what except it does because in phantom menace they had et the oh, alien et in it goodness. you're right and et mm. would came to earth so mm-hmm. therefore the star mm. wars universe awesome. exists somehow i mean it's just it's in a galaxy far far away that's all it just took et a while to get here it's cool allison do you have anything else you want to say about this movie before we mm, can load we talk up. about that scene with uh, Gandalf taking a, a smoke on the steps? <laughs> that was funny. Oh, that was funny. That was fantastic. I, yeah. Just the like just the, him the awkward the noise silence of him and him like the, yeah. him like cleaning out his pipe. You know, 
That was a good, like, 20 seconds. It was awesome. Yeah, they're just kind of looking at each other like, what are you doing? What's going on? And, okay, I get it. Haha, now we're I both kind of giggling. It sealed it for me. That was a good send-off. Yeah. I yeah. love that scene. And I like the way uh, we heard the the exact dialogue mm. uh, yeah. between Gandalf and the old Bilbo that the Lord of the Rings movie started with. Oh. You know, it was that same, what about old friends? You know, all that kind of stuff. I thought that was cool. I, I liked it. I wonder how he got all his stuff back. Yeah, I know. I was kind of... I'm assuming he had to go back to all the neighbors. And Maybe he put that ring on and went in and took it when nobody was watching. He was a burglar. Mm, he was. Just want to come in and burgle a bit. Well, all right. So, well, can we have your liver? Have you all thought about the value of owning a truly fine cinema <laughs> cycle? Oh. All right, so... I think uh, I think we're golden for this. Yeah, that was fun. That was our Christmas episode. Am I up? Oh yeah, we um, hang on, kids. This will be uh, this will air the week, you know, a couple of few days before Christmas, and so we wish all of our listeners a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year. I think uh, Frank has something for us that will queue up uh, the Sunday or Monday after Christmas and yeah. before New Year's. Awesome. Well, it'll be a random audio files, and uh, I spoke to some of our listeners about Christmas down in the Southern Hemisphere. Really? Really? Is that the, uh, the bloke we once interviewed from way down under? Mm. Yes. Mm. Notice how I threw that in there? Yeah. It was nice. Got I thought um, down under. All right. Uh, go ahead there, Bill. Awesome. <clears throat> okay, Bill. Oh, you know what? My bad. You know what I did? What'd I unplugged do, it. From my laptop, and yeah. then I plugged it right back into my laptop. That's tricky. I, I like I, that. I'm not a good multitasker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you can do it. <laughs> Direct from the North Pole, Santa presents a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's nice Sorry, list. I really wish I had used a DS around this. For all the good little boys No, and girls. it's nice. Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls! Here's another way to make sure you're on Santa's nice list this year. Kids, make sure your parents put out the fire in the fireplace <laughs> on Christmas Eve. I mean, really, how much more obvious can that be? This has been another in a continuing series on how to stay on Santa's Very nice good. list. For more information on how to stay on Santa's nice list, please email northpole.ca, Snapchat Frank Rincon, or Frank, how often do you Snapchat? To half hour wasted. As often as I can. And I'm going to get a back to the Snapchat program. just to follow you yeah. so I can have relive those special private <laughs> moments with you. That's how it works sometimes. Yeah. To be honest, it's a lot of what I'm eating. And I'm really, I, I will say uh, this about, uh, I think uh, these liners turned out uh, exactly the way Santa and I hoped they would. Uh-huh. He did send a message for all the good little boys and girls, and I'm I'm I've really been kind of in between on whether or not I should even play it. Well, um, is it's, it something we should? It's that a we few could minutes in, long. I'll, I'll why don't that. we include it on the uh, random audio files episode? We Since could he's do talking that. about Christmas, we could do that. I would guarantee listenership is higher on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, if they know, if people know that there's a okay. that there's a a special message from Santa uh, in the random audio files coming up, they might they might just download it and listen. Well, to I it. think it's Bill's call. Bill, do you want to hear? I mean, <laughs> did you, you say it was Santa? a few minutes? Oh yeah, it's like six seven minutes long. Oh, oh! now we're tacking that okay, on the end yeah. of random audio files. <laughs> 
We're not listening to six or seven minutes of Santa. You don't have to listen to it. I know. Well, it's okay. gonna come, Santa's going to be disappointed. That's all I'm saying. No. How about when we're done recording in the editing process, yes. I, I tack it on the end. Would that be okay? You could do that. I sense a little bit of disappointment <laughs> coming off of you. Again, okay. you know, I'm really kind of... You smell sad. It just... I don't know. The... It, his message wasn't quite as. Does he need to rework it a little bit? Maybe. No, Santa. As Santa told me in confidence that he tried to rework it a couple extra times, and it actually just is one of those where the his first his first uh, call into me uh, went a lot. Was better. the window down? It, it was. No, it was the. It was one of those things where you know what I don't. Know. Well, I'll tell you what, let's wrap up this episode and then you can, you can, uh, I can tell you right now that I'm not going to sit here for seven minutes and listen to Santa. I'll listen to it in the car. Santa's pretty freaking disappointed in you. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> I'll listen to it in the car. Well, I'm glad he at least You're got to read this. I, I'm glad he at least got to give his, uh, his, his, his helpful tips to the kids. Cause, uh, you know, yes. I'll, I'll, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll publish, uh, Santa. Uh, as part of uh, the random audio files, okay. but uh, it will I, be. I think after we put it at the end of Christmas. We put it at the end of this show. I think that's because it's, this is a Christmas show. That random audio files is going to be a you post know. Okay, show. here's one thing I could do. We could run this out at the end of the show, and then I could give you one of the outtakes for the random audio files. It's a little different. So it's a you know, it's a it's a different shading. It's a, it's it's a remix. So know. we'd have to hear it a second time. No, nobody <laughs> has. To, you can put it at the end of the random audio files. We only just hit the freaking stop button. Would you be Nobody willing to, to, listen to, it? to edit it on the? Uh, oh no, yeah, I still have to edit. Audio I still have files? to edit all that. Okay, so so that that's not an issue. Well, in the interest of time, I'm not going to play the Christmas song that I was going to play. Why? Just because. I, I, all right. You know, honestly, I wasn't going to sit here and listen to it anyway. I was going to kind of start it and then mm-hmm. leave. It was a an Aqua Teen Hunger Force Christmas song. I might, I might have played it. I might, no, it's a uh, Santa left a booger in my stocking. I think yeah. I might have played it yeah. for y'all, but um, it's good no tune. big deal. But anyway, so tune. we'll put Santa's message on the end of this episode. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, with that said, let's have your daughter do the boilerplate. I guess yeah. that's probably a good thing because this way I won't hear the the cries of horror and, and, and general astonishment uh, from you guys. Because there's no laugh lines in it, I'll tell you that right now. So don't don't worry. Do about Do you want to edit some uh, laugh track in there? Hmm? No, no, okay. no. Santa's Do you message. You want to get it down to like? No. Yeah, you want to you want to <laughs> edit it down edit a little it bit. Down a little. Am I up? What are you are you playing this now? <laughs> You're not doing it now, are you? I could. No, just, just get it out of the way, really dude. No. Just get out of the way. Nope. Just rip the We're bandaid gonna... off. No. Nope. Just, just rip it off. No. Nope. There we go. We got. All right. Oh, there's some closed music. Okay. So give, uh, take it away. All right. You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network. Send us your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Leave us or any of the HHWLOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Until next week, he's Bill, he's Brad, and he's Frank. And I'm Allison. Hello. And they'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Krimbus.
Wow. Well, boys and girls, that may be the lamest ho-ho-ho I've ever done. Maybe I should practice a little more. Let me try this again. Ho-ho-ho-ho! Ho-ho-ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls! That sounds better. The first one there, I take some pointers from President Obama on how to do the ho-ho-ho thing. And <laughs> just didn't quite work out. Well, live and learn. There's always editing, right, Brad? Anyway, on my way down for the North Pole, I'm actually a day or two early. I'm making a scouting run right now, trying to figure out if uh, Santa can get into old North Korea this year. But seems like they've got their air spy air. Seems like they've got their airspace tighter than a, well, uh, well, actually, I probably can't use that metaphor around the good little boys and girls. So, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Oh, I hope everybody's been good this year. And when I say that, I actually uh, already know the answer to that. There's a, there's a word for that. I, Santa can't quite remember. Santa's short-term memory isn't what it used to be, and, well, Santa's long-term memory isn't what it used to be either. Yes, I think Santa may be getting Alzheimer's. I, uh, was gonna go take a vacation with, uh, Mrs. Claus, uh, back in July. Thought we were going to Aruba. Uh, we ended up in the Ivory Coast. Which wouldn't have been so bad, but a few of the elves decided to go off and try some illegal gold mining. Well, you could probably figure the rest out. Those crazy kids, they brought the Ebola back to the North Pole. And well, I'm also trying to find out if uh, I can kind of get into fifth gear as it were with uh, only three of the seven reindeer left. Uh, the others went mad. And had to be put down. Kind of like a zombie movie. Boy, those are fun, aren't they, kids? Anyway, I digress. It's a little windy out here. I hope you can hear me. I'm uh, also got the, uh, the sleigh stereo up because uh, Santa needs uh, a little bit of uh, you know encouragement from time to time. And uh, well, Santa's seven-day pin says that uh, he can't be getting his encouragement from, uh, well, well, let's just say it uh, makes it warm right in the gut for about, I don't know, 45 minutes, and then you need a little more just to, you know, keep your edge. Anyway, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Blitzer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Used to leave pans of the stuff out for him, but, uh, Turns out, uh, when a uh, reindeer is allergic to citrus fruit, uh, don't feed them fuzzy navels. Uh, yeah, I've only got uh, Donner left and uh, Parker and uh, Jackson. I had to recruit a couple from the uh, from the junior ranks. Up here at the North Pole, we have a reindeer academy that uh, 
helps get uh, you know some younger reindeer in for, for the older reindeer. Uh, uh, frankly, I uh, I forgot to bring back from the fields uh, after the summer because of my encroaching Alzheimer's. I mentioned that I think I have Alzheimer's. Anyway, well, boys and girls, I uh, I hope that uh, everybody gets the presents that you want. Uh, Santa's still, unfortunately, really only making wooden horses. So, uh, you know, that, uh, that pad you got under the tree this year for that stocking? That's, uh, uh, those electronics are probably coming from Best Buy or Fry's or Amazon. Uh, Santa can't really afford to do that anymore. After the Ebola epidemic, uh, you know, people just, uh, you know, we just can't find enough elves to come work in the North Pole. So, uh, I've, uh, I've got Mrs. Claus, and, uh, uh, my, uh, I do have to admit that, uh, I've got some North Koreans working for me. I'm afraid that may be one reason why Kim Jong-un's so mad. <laughs> you thought I was all you, James Franco. <laughs> well, you know what? You can't win them all, Seth Rogen. Santa's still the number one troublemaker in all the world. So boys and girls, don't be like me. I made a mess of things and uh, sorry in advance about the wooden horses. Because, uh, well, I don't know if we're going to have Christmas next year. So hey, y'all uh, leave me some cookies and milk. Uh, Ziploc wouldn't be bad either. I may need to save some of those and use them for food in the upcoming cold winter months after uh, you know, I have to deal with all those returns. It's not easy because half of them don't have receipts and the other half the receipts are uh, on a piece of cardboard uh, written in crayon. Usually looks like uh, someone using the wrong hand. Let me tell you what, Santa doesn't like bad penmanship. But anyway, hope you all have enjoyed uh, this little visit, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn up uh, the uh, music in my uh, sleigh stereo, because uh, Alice in Chains is, uh, I think this is, honestly, I think this is their best album. Uh, a lot of people say dirt, uh, but uh, you know what, I've got to give the nod on overall strength from top to bottom of the lineup to Alice in Chains' uh, self-titled album. Sometimes Santa lists is a sacred right, and, uh, oh, well, dancing is kind of a guilty pleasure. But let's just keep that between you and me. And I don't want Andrew WK getting mad at me, right? Am I right? Am I right or am I right, kids? <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry, for the last time, Merry Christmas!